an LSOS. You know, you guys were awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. There's some great <laughs> hey, people over here. For the future, once you guys have a building. Exactly. Know, really For the future. Exactly. Um... Okay, so I think we can just probably get started here. Um, I feel like we're at a good point for, for us to just kind of share the story of LCB, Los Compadres Brewing. Uh, big thank you for all you guys, because I know, you know, kind of layering all of, like, the schedules is kind of tricky sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, thankfully we were able to come together today. So thank you guys for being yeah, here. Yeah. Of course. Thank you guys. Thank you. you guys killed it. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for the setup. Um, big thing here is take us back before... LCB was even a thing, right? Like before, like before it was even a thought. Like, tell us how you guys kind of met, where you guys kind of originated, um, and any of you guys want to start wherever you guys want to start. That'd, that'd be good. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we could all agree that it just started over a casual conversation over a beer at a brewery. Um, we kind of just started getting interested in craft beer ipas you know different styles of beer flavors and uh i think it was literally just like a question of like you know hey you know it'd be pretty cool to make your own beer and you know be able to drink it yeah um and so that was kind of the first initial idea like the idea of los compadres wasn't at that point wasn't anything official or anything like that but it was definitely like the interest in making beer and like you know, going through the brewing process. Um, I don't know if these guys want to yeah. touch up on anything else, but yeah, yeah I mean, they were kind of just started that way. Going to breweries here in town, uh, you know, Fig Figaro Mountain, Topa Topa, all of them like in the funk zone, like all yeah. those in the funk zone. Did you guys like go branch out anywhere before, or was it like you guys had just been like gradually meeting at the local ones here, and then it was like, man, we should probably do that. Um, yeah, I would say it was mostly the the local ones, just because like from the moment we like turned twenty one. You know, you know the world. The doors opened up. Everything and, opened you up. You know, it's kind of like oh, you like, have to try that. Stuff, you know, right? oh, what's this? I've never seen, like I've never <laughs> seen it. Like, what's light. this about? You know, right, right. You know, no longer drinking like you know Mickey's or like the forties and shit. Fucking four locals. Yeah, so you know, like <laughs> it was. Away from there, huh? Yeah, so it was like kind of figuring out like that. There's a whole world out there for yeah. beer. You know, like. So you guys all originally met. Yeah, yeah. So well, we grew up together. I mean. We found each other through soccer. Um, okay. Yeah. AYSO. Sure. That's the starting point. Moved up to club. Uh, these guys went to school together, and then we yeah. went to school together. Yeah, I went to elementary with the. I went to elementary with the twins. Yeah. yeah. yeah since kindergarten. And, I mean, yeah. fucking oh, with you did. too, dog. Yeah. 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 We all went to fucking except yeah. Zach. You know, yeah. Zach over here, the lone wolf. Zach was somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah. he was out there, but he was in SB. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like Isai and I, we had a fucking class together. Yeah, same kindergarten class. Yeah, we had the same kindergarten class, and then. The way the the building was set up, well, Isaac was in the classroom across the way from that kindergarten yeah, building. Yeah. And so during recess, you know, I was vibing with Isai, and then here comes, like, the look-alike. And it's like, like, oh, dang, there's what? two of them. <laughs> you, know, that, you know, at that age, yeah. I didn't know what twins were. Like, yeah. I didn't know there was people that looked alike. So yeah. kindergarten for you guys, then? Yeah, yeah for, for us For Amy and my brother, yeah. And then and Zach, you guys and then, Zach. Well, yeah. Zach? Not Zach? Like there, well, yeah, we started playing, like, club soccer. The twins invited me to the club team, and then... Well, Zach was already a part of it, so... Yeah. yeah, so we played club pretty much through high school together on the same club team. You know, traveling to different places, playing games on the weekends, you know, practicing two, yeah. three times a week. Dang. Um, so, so naturally, we, you guys built that chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. 
for sure. And back then, it was easier to tell these guys apart. Isaac had his hair probably to his shoulders. And uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I know who's who. Yeah. Now they both look like a lot more like twins, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some music in the background right now. Do you want me to tell him? I could, I could ask yeah. him to. You're going to have to be no, like, no, no, no. Don't oh, even worry okay. about it. Like no, in Hustle I mean, and Flow, like where he's trying to record his, like, yeah. you know, his first, like, demo. <laughs> he goes over there, offers them a the yeah, blunt as, like, hey, keep it quiet. Yeah, nah, nah, they're good, they're good. But so you guys meet elementary, you guys are playing soccer together. Yeah. And then is there ever a, a time where you guys like kind of like are not as close or like from the, the point where you guys meet, you guys are just like always like. Yeah. Um, well, at least life. for us, like with AB, you know, since uh, he went to ended up going to the junior high and we ended up going to Anacapa, mm-hmm. like the yeah. private school where my dad teaches. Uh, so like we did, we ended up going to different schools. And like it, may, it maybe took a while, but you know we, you know, in junior high we did reconnect again. Yeah. And uh, you know, like it was like you know old times like. Yeah. Kept hanging out and. In junior high though, AB, you went to Santa Barbara, right? Yeah. So you guys SB. reconnected like through soccer. Oh well, I mean, what it was is we were in the same, uh, we we're in the same like all star team. Yeah. We're in the same all-star team back in, like, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And so, like, seventh grade was, like, yeah, like, kind of, like, a little, like, you know, just here and there kicking it. But then eighth grade, like, I got recruited. We were on the same soccer yeah, team, no, too. We were, yeah, 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 from that team, well, I mean, their their soccer coach recruited me like to be on the All Star team, and so yeah. that's and because of them too, like you know, they like they knew me, so there was like kind of that like, little connect and then that little advantage. Just kidding, it was all skill. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, AB was definitely like the bridge because like I knew AB when we were young, and then they knew each other when they were young too, but like separately. Yeah. And then once like club hit around or like All Stars, like oh, yeah. he was saying, like then it's like oh i know ab and then they're like i know ab too and yeah. so then we just started clicking like that yeah, you guys just all the molded same, together yeah you guys yeah. on the same team or were you guys ever yeah. like playing against we were them? on the same same club team, same club team. Yeah. yeah yeah like i played it we played against ab like in aso and stuff and zach too yeah um like i knew who zach was just because like you know i'm, I'm you know. <laughs> <laughs> just because like, you know zach was one of those ballers that like everyone was like mark him yeah, Mark him and and the, and the yeah. twins especially too because they were like, hey, these twins are together. They like work. Yeah. They're masterminds. No, I remember like Isai and Isaac. Like I remember like playing um, like soccer, right? Like during recess and stuff. And like I remember like for everyone in my game, we're like, we don't want to play with them. Like, <laughs> like we don't want to play with them because you guys were like forwards and everyone just knew like whether it was because you guys were like brothers or you guys had played together for so long, everyone just like knew you guys would like. Um, What's like the like the correct like soccer soccer term where they call like tiki taki or like something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. What is it like? Tiki-taka, yeah. And I remember you guys would just go like, it was like a what's that game where like the walls are going up and down and the ball just bouncing <laughs> back and forth? It was impossible to guard you guys every single time. Like if someone went to you, two guys went to you, you would pass it to your brother and your brother was there and then you would move and like it was perfect. So you guys developed the uh, like chemistry and like your your initial bond through yeah. through soccer. Yeah, so, for sure. And then you guys started hanging out outside of soccer. I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 High school came around and you know. Well, I mean, even aside from that, like, you know, we would go play, you know, at the at UCSB at the turf field hmm. on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Like, if we didn't have a game or yeah, like, it was off season or whatever. Practice, like, right? you know, yeah. we would just get together and like head out there and just you know play pickup. Yeah. What so, were you? What position were you guys playing? 
forward and midfield. Yeah. Oh, midfield. Left defense now for me. Yeah. I was gonna say I feel like yeah. I feel like you were like in the we back. Got, the way we set up, look, two lefties, two righties. Hey. That's sight. What were you gonna say, Zach? Sorry, I didn't I didn't know if you were gonna say something about Sunsma soccer. Oh yeah, soccer's like the glue for us, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's where it originated, and even to this day, like we like started a or we didn't start a center league team, but we joined a center league team, and yeah. we've like played together and stuff like that, and like go out to like turf and stuff. So, like, Damn, are they still doing that right now? Up. I don't think so. Nah, right? not right now. No, they haven't started up. I think they're trying to though. But I want to like, go back and play soccer. That's like yeah. independently kind of like mm-hmm. ran right yeah, through like yeah. someone who like organizes it yeah, and stuff. Pretty much. So you guys have chemistry, and you guys start bonding over soccer. Then you guys get, like, older, and then that's when you guys start going into, like, all of, like, the breweries and, like, you guys turn 21, right? right? You guys yeah. were saying at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely 21 is, like, when we started developing a, a f- taste for craft beer, you know? Like, was there like, anything even, like, before 21 where, like, you guys yeah, were, like, so, oh, like, even right, that's incriminating. There, 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 there was, there was, there was, was no one time, not before 21, <laughs> but just, like, you know, 21 right there. Exploring, you know. But I think Isaac's about to tell the story. It was your uh, birthday, right? Well, like, even, like, before, you know, turning 21, like, after we graduated high school, um, yeah. you know, like, A.B. went to City College. We went, oh, off, went, yeah. went off to do a year in, up in the Bay areas, and then, you know, Zach went to Kalu. Yeah. Um, but, you know, every time we, like, you know, that whole school year, you know, we didn't really, like, you know, connect that much. But, you know, once we came back to the summer and we all came home, you know, it was just, like, normal Picked times. Up where you, you left know. off. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, uh, we we ended up uh, eventually working the same summer job with Zach and my brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, over at UCSB, when um, like I think it was back to the humble beginning, <laughs> yeah. changing yeah. beds. Yeah. 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 So I think you know, so, yeah, so like even from then, like you know, we were working the same jump, uh, summer the whole or same job the whole summer, right? Right. So that was just you know being together, you know, yeah. five days a week, yeah. like yeah. you know, for seven hour, eight, seven, eight hours. Wow. And then uh, because it was close to Abby's house, like you know, we would bike from UCSB to his house to hang out after work. And that is pretty close. So that was, yeah. That's yeah. a decent bike ride right there. So that was, like, you know, from those, those are, like, the roots, too. Like, yeah. you know, in that in-between phase between high school and being turning 21 where we kind of shifted our focus to the interest in beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was still kind of just, you know, going to hang out. Yeah. And that's where you guys would meet up and just go have, like, a couple beers? Yeah, like, we would do anything. We'd, like, bike or, like, uh, now we play go play golf and stuff. But you will always find some random beer just on the shelf yeah. and we never try it or go to a brewery and like they have a new release or something and yeah. just grab it and just like just just because i mean obviously it's like to drink obviously mainly yeah, but yeah, yeah. we're we're out there like tasting different styles and yeah. stuff like that and then well the interest at least for for myself and my brother we were the last ones to turn 21 out of the four of us yeah. oh no way so like when these guys turn 21 you know, they were like, oh, yeah, we've gone to, like, Telegraph, <laughs> they were, like, Big, you, guys <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And so then, like, for us, like, the interest is like, oh, well, we want to go try those beers, too. Like, right. what see what they're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And, like, when we turned 21, these guys took us on pretty much a brew tour of Santa yeah. Barbara. We ended up no going way. basically to every brewery in town and had a beer at each spot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you guys have a favorite in, in, in town or no? 
Oh, we like Fig. Yeah, I'm a little biased towards Fig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're members. We're, there, mem- so. we're all members. Oh, so we're like part okay. of their mug club. Okay, okay. However, that doesn't mean that every other place <laughs> doesn't have a fucking place in our hearts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. There's no, great, no, there's great beer. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and, and special has some good beer. And honestly, yeah. So aside from, have you guys been to Telegraph? It's kind of like the hidden one, right? No, it's, uh, well, it's Telegraph gone. is it's no longer. It's no longer. Yeah, that one's closed. I don't. It closed down, dude. Unfortunately, but yeah, I mean that used to be a spot. They had some solid stuff. I took them after we had like lunch. Yeah, because we, had, we ended up birthday. having lunch at Eureka, and like you know, then, at that time, like Eureka was like had, was like fairly new, right? And like they were like this, a spot for like burgers and craft beer. Yeah. So we're like, oh well, let's have lunch there, right? You know, because you know they have a huge variety of beer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They were sick too. They had the little games and stuff. They had the one where you gotta like swing. Oh yeah. Dope, yeah. 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 They had a little Pac-Man. Yeah. Like, so then you know after that, like we too. ended up going to to Telegraph, and uh, you know. Got to try their beer. Yeah, like, pretty much get their flights just yeah. to try everything. Yeah, we got yeah. a no, flight we there. We wouldn't yeah. just get one beer. We would just yeah. want to. Guys like the sours at all or no? I'm, I'm not. not a, I'm not a big sour fan. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. It's like hit or miss. I'm, I'm still yeah. a little iffy on them, but I've tried like, I'd say like two, three sours where I'm just like, oh wow, this was actually like enjoyable for my pa- yeah. my palate personally. Yeah. You know? I'd say, I mean. Trying to develop the palate, you know, because I'm on the same <laughs> boat, you know, like it was the same thing with like bitter. wine. Like I really didn't like wine, but yeah. then at my job, yeah, you know, we sell a lot of wine, so I, I started tasting wine, and my palate started getting yeah. more uh, keen to it, and so, you know, now I could, I could pretty much enjoy like a little glass of wine. You, you know, you guys thing, should, you know, should try. It. I don't know if you guys have um, or what you guys carry exactly, but there's a. Um, a small label called Grassini. It's grass mm. and then I and I, right? Yeah, we pour their Savion Blanc at the restaurant by the glass. Their Cabernet is ridiculous. If you guys yeah. haven't, it's mm. like, and it's so easy to like, I think the, the big thing with wine is like the aftertaste, right? Like aside from like having, I think with anything, right? like mm. coffee, beer, whatever, yeah. if you want the aftertaste to mm-hmm. be smooth. But that one's really good. Yeah, I feel like wa- like with wines and like sours, like they hit my jaw and like I have a bad jaw, but you know, <laughs> like, I, like they Tell don't, us why. I don't like them. Tell us why. Nah, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was born this way. <laughs> yeah, that's why I cover it with my beard. It's like this way and shit. <laughs> you're, Are you're you guys not... planning on doing any like uh, sours or anything like that? Or let's see what comes your way, huh? Yeah, yeah we haven't experimented Definitely. with it, but I mean, we do want to like the way we have brewed, brewed the last, uh, you know, three years is yeah. we have tried to do as many styles as possible. Yeah. You know, from dark to light, like the whole spectrum. But yeah. uh, sours is w- definitely one of the ones we haven't touched. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Those yeah. more, more complicated, like something more nuanced that you have to go um, into. Or? I mean, like like we said, it's not necessarily our cup of tea. Like when we go yeah, to yeah. a brewery, we don't really try sours. I mean, we do, but it's not like we're getting a whole pint of it or anything. Yeah. It's just a taster. So yeah, I, you know, obviously we first started with brewing our like favorite beers and like yeah. stuff like brewing that. what so, we like. So like, like lager, you know, like the IPA like you want to start like there and make sure you can like, yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. yeah. So we have like some core beers, I say, like with quotes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like we got like our IPA and like our hazy and, and like our lager, which are like pretty much, and like a Saison that are pretty much like our core ones. And then we branched out to like a wheat that we have fermenting right now and then like the stouts and stuff like that. Yeah, so. we did some batches with some fruit yeah. that were, that we got locally too. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, make sure organic. to collaborate. Yeah, with, uh, Sunrise Organic. Shout out for the fruit and the, <laughs> okay. you know, yeah. the fresh produce. Yeah. Also, yeah. 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 the wine. They They're also out in Bielton. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, they provided us with uh, um, passion fruit and passion fruit for. Yeah, so these beers Sunrise that we did. Organic gave us the passion fruit, which we use in a blonde. Right. 
And then Espresso Wines, Fidencio, they have their family farms, their vineyard. They had a peaches. Yeah. And he hit us up. He's like, hey, like, yeah, I got some peaches for you guys if you want it. And so we're like, yeah, we'll use that. Yeah. And, and, and so we use it with the IPA that Zach. Right. Yeah, the Zach recipe that together. Zach made. Yeah. Yeah, made, yeah we, had, we had it like in three different five-gallon fermenters. And yeah. like, w- that's what we did with our stout, too. We have... We had like a base where we didn't add anything. It was just the straight ingredients, and then we had another one where we, uh, for the stout specifically, we added like chips and like uh, cocoa nibs. And then the next one was we added the oak chips, the cocoa, and the vanilla beans. Yeah. So like we like we like to do that, you know. Like it's, it's like it's experimental. Same, yeah, you know, it's the it's same like, batch, but it's different, you know, yeah. like just slightly, but mm-hmm. you know, three variations Man. of the same. Batch. Good for right, you guys. Right. You guys like just try it because you never know what's gonna hit. Like, right. You never know what's gonna. Like taste super good, and then you never know what's gonna be like. Right, and okay. obviously timing's a big thing. Like obviously during the summer, it's like no one wants to drink a heavy <laughs> stout that's yeah, like ten percent sure. or whatever. You know, they yeah, you want to go a little something awesome. lighter, yeah, like yeah. a lager, refreshing, somewhere yeah. refreshing. Yeah, is there one that you guys have like consistently like remade, or you guys were just talking about that, right? You guys kind of like touched on that. There's some like that you some recipes that you guys yeah. have like, made yeah. a couple times now. Yeah, I mean, like, there's some recipes that we've made in the past. And you know we've gone back and we've, we've modified the recipe a bit, but in essentially it's the same idea. Right. Um, yeah. So like the wheat beer we made last year, but we, we went back and modified it a little bit, depending then, on how it came out. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. um, same with like the IPAs and the hazies that we've done. Yeah. Um, we've done those in the past, but we've revised them and be like, hey, like maybe we can do this to like change it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like you know? just like yeah. like oh maybe we need a little bit more hop aroma or like. Yeah, a little more bitterness or a little more maltiness. Yeah, so those kind of little touch-ups and details. Yeah, and back, yeah, and back to like the humble beginnings and stuff. Like those revisions weren't necessarily because the beer tasted bad or anything, but like we started with like a five-gallon thing over, over the the oven, like you know, like just on, the on, stove. A, on a stove top in a kitchen, yeah. you know, we in our that, kitchen. Yeah, yeah, we use liquid malt extract instead of like just all grain, which we're doing now. So we upgraded and, and so. That's something like super commendable too, and like if you guys have more stories like that, like I'd, I'd love for you guys to share them because I feel like sometimes when you start whatever it might be, right? Whether it's a brewing company, whether you want to start like a company that does whatever it might be, I feel like sometimes people people look at it like as a daunting task because they don't know where to start, or they mm-hmm. think you need like the best equipment, or they think you need like some crazy loan from like a yeah. bank to start. Mm-hmm. But I remember like off camera, I think a couple of days ago we were talking about how you guys started, and you just said too, right, Zach? Like. You guys started with like a little home yeah, it was like kit, little like yeah. five gallon pot. Um, we came with a brew kitchen. Kit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Came, came with a set recipe uh, with malt extract and some specialty grains that you just steep. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a like a saison, right? No, uh, it was an IPA. Yeah, yeah, it was like some sort of like IPA. Well, we did both. Yeah, because we ended up buying we ended up buying two, but I think the saison was the first one. Like kits, so we just bought them online, like. They it was like baking a baking a cake, like you follow the instructions yeah. and then uh, kind of go the whole there. process. Yeah. yeah, and then so and then it was it was funny because like we're in the twins' house just doing it, and you know this the it, when we boil it's just steaming. Like, yeah, so like crazy. the windows yeah. and the house are all fogged up. Yeah, like, the ceiling's yeah. like dripping. Yeah, water leaking from the precipitation. Because even here, like with this big guy now too, right? Like I saw the flame going, and like yeah. I see, how, I saw how much like steam was coming out. Yeah. So I can only imagine inside the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got hot in there for sure. It probably smelled a little like meaty in there too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It smells so bready, <laughs> like tortillas, like up in there. <laughs> yeah, smell like that. So yeah. That was cool, and then we went from the five gallon. Uh, we just got that from like Northern Brewers, like just a basic setup and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. We still use like some of the fermenters that came with the set. Yeah. Um, and then we went from 
five to ten gallon that we bought like from Bayou Classic. Yeah, they they like mainly make stuff for like crawfish and like you know they're like okay. over there in like south the the south or something. Yeah. Um, but we we ended up converting one of those into uh into a kettle and went up to ten gallons. Still use gravity. We had like a yeah like, like a tiered spools. setup. Yeah. A tiered setup. Some you like know. wooden spools. Yeah. Hey, well, if you guys want, explain it for for the people watching right now because right. when you guys explained it to me, I was like. Dang! <laughs> yeah. I was so like, that, man, yeah. that's like complicated. You so like at that out? point, like it was still a lot of like physical labor, right? Yeah. Um, because we didn't have no pumps. At yeah, that we point. had no okay. pumps. Like, so the, no, yeah, the five gallon was in one vessel the whole time. So like it wasn't nothing was moving around. And then when we moved up to the ten gallon is when like we started having to put in work and stuff. Yeah, like that. because we had a, a, a separate mash tun where we would uh, steep the grains, right? And then we'd have to transfer that to the kettle. Yeah, but the only way to do that would be to using gravity. So. We'd, we'd have to elevate it at that above point, yeah. that. So you guys had to make sure that was above wherever it was going to. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was like three. So we had like a hot liquor tank up top, which just had a bunch of hot water. And then the second level was our mash tun that has the grain. And we're basically steeping the grain to make the wort. And then when we transfer that into the kettle, we're sprinkling some of the, the water from the hot liquor tank into that, into the kettle, boil the kettle. Before yeah. before we got into that though, after the stovetop thing, we we're doing the brew in a bag, mm -hmm. which uh, I mean like right. honestly like like from any story that you hear, like everybody starts the same way. You get with the kit, you know you're doing like extract liquid, brewing, yeah. yeah, like so like you know the liquid brewing, and then you get right. into like a brew in a bag, which is like super like it's basically just like tight, a, a, a large yeah. like it's the grains but in like a large tea bag. Yeah. yeah so like, like oh, steep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then so you, I mean, you, like, you just pull out the whole grains, mm -hmm. and then you okay. you can start the boil right in that same pot. And yeah. just Again, just to provide context for everyone watching is as opposed to now what they do is though you guys will kind of now like I'm not going to use the word Lucy, but it's not in a tea bag per se or like. Yeah, right. It's not it's like not that. at all in a tea bag. Now, like we have like a false bottom. So that's our new brew in a bag, basically. And, yeah. And since it's a separate vessel itself, like that's all it's dedicated to is holding the grain so that once we move it out, then it's OK. Like the grains are in there. We just clean it instead of taking the bag out and then we and that, just continue that bag got heavy yeah <laughs> once we upgraded to 10, 10 the thing uh, is like there's other systems though like yeah you know, like, oh, like, yeah, so yeah. like there's like the grandfather for example the grandfather is like you have like your one big vessel and it has like a like a basket inside and okay. the ba basket with holes so yeah. you put your grains in there and it's like the same thing what we're doing it's with like the bag, bag yeah Except this one, like you could like lift it up and like you know like it has hooks, so you don't have to like hold on to it, and right. it drains out all the liquid. Oh, and so man. I mean that was a system that you know we looked into, but you know like we want we want to do something like this a little bigger scale and something yeah. where we could like dedicate to each like little part. And I mean to each their own. You know everybody has like their own like yeah. little different way of wanting to brew. Yeah, you right, know other like, people it just depends on space too. One way is not better too. than the other. Like it's just yeah. uh, you know well, a different way you, of yeah. a different way of, of making beer. Right. Yeah. You know. And when you guys started and you guys had that initial thought, right? Because it was like drinking a lot of beer. Hey, we should try making a beer. Yeah. Did you guys go to anyone for like any, like, where should we start? Or was it as easy as just like, and obviously we have the like world in our hands with the internet, right? right so to right. speak. I think at first we just Googled That's starter kit. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just Googled like, yeah, like yeah. brewing beer. Nothing. And then, and then like starter kits like came out with like, it all comes together only like yeah. 200 bucks maybe for everything and <laughs> we can start right then and there so we're like yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds just good. like 50 bucks a hand yeah yeah so Man. we all like do it evenly and it just made sense so yeah. yeah but then like one of the uh the influences for us was um our teacher brian anderson who was one of the original founders of captain fatties okay um you know 
like we remember like when because he was our teacher yeah um, when we were in teacher in high school yeah, when okay. we were in like junior high and high right. school he would like he would like tell us like oh yeah like you know i'm home brewing beer like i make beer at home a teacher uh-huh. yeah. yeah was this while you guys were in school yeah or while we were in like after. junior high okay um, this is why you guys and then oh, you know wow. once we got into high school was when he started like when him and his partners started getting the idea of opening up a brewery here in wait, town wait, wait, wait. i'm sorry i'm so i'm sorry to interrupt the owner, the owner of Captain Fatty's, you guys knew that dude. Uh, one of the original founders. Before it was even like what it is today. Be- yeah, yeah, before it was Captain Fatty's. Like, like they knew wow. them in, when he was in our position, basically. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Like, he was he was homebrewing at home. And, okay. Yeah. Sorry, as it go for a side. That's incredible <laughs> yeah, to me. I, mean, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, no, yeah I, he would I, just talk to us. Like I think he would use a. I think we were doing like exponential growth or something like yeah. that, and we were he was, used a uh, like beer yeast like as an like as as part of like a word problem or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he like used it as like a real life example for like the things he was doing at home. Wow. And things like that, and then like I remember like I mean, you know, we kind of were like oh like oh he make like he makes beer at home. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. But like you know, years went by and like we never really thought about about making beer like mm-hmm. you know and obviously at that point you guys were still yeah high. like we were young <laughs> and whatnot but um well when we started getting interest the interest in doing it you know we reached out to him because uh he's good friends with my dad also okay and uh yeah we reached out to him and he was just, just super supportive he's like one of the most positive yeah, genuine you know, guys, genuine you know. guys like yeah. who you could ever meet yeah for sure um, and uh yeah he was really you know yeah. Really stoked of, on the idea that we were like getting into this. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, did you guys and you? Got, he found out. I'm assuming, obviously, so many years after the fact, your dad and him still keep in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they probably yeah. your dad probably was like, "Yo, look at these guys. Look what you did." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like he's, he though. keeps yeah. in touch right. with us right now. Yeah. Um, like he's he's given us a lot of advice on like, like steering us in like the right direction. Like within the last couple <sighs> of years, like of, for you guys, of, like where yeah. we're, what our next step should be, or like where where we should focus on. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's he's are been you, a, a really really even like uh, experimental ideas where he's the one that said like, yeah, like brew your batch, but then separate them into three tanks or three mm-hmm. containers, mm-hmm. and then do different things, add different things to those, and yeah. see what mm-hmm. how yeah. while they while they ferment, and you know you get this you get the same recipe but three different ways, and just like wow. using so that's his instead idea. of doing one big batch of this way and then another batch of this way of the same recipe but different, just use your that same base recipe and tweak it. Yeah. yeah, you know, just experiment. Damn. Um, you know, just like little little things that we you wouldn't really think about mm-hmm. yeah, so, at first as a new brewer, you know. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, shout out to Brian. Brian's been, uh, <laughs> That's where it started yeah. then. And so when you guys are, are drinking beer, like who's the one who like kind of like, who's the one that just says it like point blank was like, yo, we should we should start brewing. Dang, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That probably came like collectively and gradually, right? Yeah, it's just like a conversation with the boys kind of thing. Just yeah, talked about it for a while, and then like the brewing kit came. Like, oh, we should try it. It's like, should we? Should we do it? Like, should we? You know, should we buy the kit? Yeah, I mean, like it's just like you know, you think about it. You're sitting down like at all these breweries and like right, not crowded, but everyone's having like there's enough people and everyone's having like a good time. Yeah, there'd be times where we're like at Fig and like Fig's like in the funk zone, so there's tons of people. We're just like, damn, like. This would be sick, you know, like people just come out here, like have a good time and like every, it's super positive energy and like just, you know, community building and everything. And obviously good beer. Yeah. Like on top of that. And you're just like, well, good fuck. beer's the like, foundation. Yeah, of exactly. Yeah. So we're just like, dude, like this would be like a cool little project uh, to pursue. And I mean, like can it happen early on, you know, we're probably like 22, not even like 23 yet. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe Zach was just because he's a little older, but <laughs> <laughs> he's thirty. Because <laughs> <laughs> nah. he gives some context. You guys, nah. <laughs> are you guys doing that while you guys are at school, or you guys are like graduated? Because you guys went up north, right. Zach, you and Lou. Nah, and well, then, yeah, yeah we're graduated time, pretty much. Yeah, we're done time, like with school. Yeah, I graduated in twenty seventeen, and okay. I don't think we started till twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah okay. twenty eighteen. Yeah. So you guys are all home at this point, and then yeah, 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 yeah. like connect and start mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, I think a time like I could remember vividly, at least for me, where I was like, oh, like this could be like a real thing. I think we were just kicking it back here, like with some like modellers or something. And I just pulled out my like laptop, and I went to school for like programming and stuff. So right. like, I had like a like a website template like already, and I was just like, all right, like let's just pretend, you know, like let's just pretend. Mm-hmm. So I pulled it out, and yeah, then like I had true. all these guys, and right. we literally set up this template as like our like website. So like it was just it had Los Compadres, it had like beer everywhere. We had like a whole like. Uh, item page like a merchandise page yeah. and stuff like that and I, I remember yeah. that day I but was like, like, at, that, oh, like at that point like you know we sick. it was just the idea of it yeah yeah also oh, you guys hadn't even brewed or anything no, no, we had, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, no we hadn't brewed then that was just that was like pre-talk so it was like obviously <sighs> at the breweries we're like oh yeah we like beer like what if we made our own blah 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 you, you could almost you could almost look at that as like the beginning of like the Los Compadres brand yeah you know true. like oh, it's okay. like a company as we ended up doing it's like the brand so like cause we're 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 coming up with the ideas of yeah. things and like like oh like what if we like you know like put names on you know on the beers that you know that were relevant to us like you know like like I think we had like an idea of like la chancla yeah. <laughs> you know like, like every Mexican yeah. every Mexican knows like la chancla I mean yeah. honestly yeah. like you put that on you put that on a beer name F- people yeah, probably won't think something like something heavy like people probably won't think like hey that's something appealing but either way you know like we're just coming up with like random names like that you know and I mean like that and I mean we're not gonna name other things you know we're trying to keep those low key not just oh my god but uh you know we're playing with those ideas. And I mean, like Zach said, you know, you had like that template, and you know, like we, we started messing around with it. Yeah. And then, you have like, like like breweries have these like extravagant names. Like Big has like the z- zero to sexy. Oh yeah. Um, big does. Yeah, Big Zero to Sexy. Uh, what, what else? What are they like? The OK Karen. Like OK, they, they just released an OK Karen. Yeah, yeah. That IPA with like the IPA. with like the trending like Karen. Yeah, like yeah, the OK yeah, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, you could, there's, like, freedom to, like, name your beers whatever you want, pretty much. Yeah. And that's, I'm, like, the cool part of the creativity process. The, yeah. the, you know? the best part, too, and, like, this is why, like, this was one, this is my favorite thing about just owning something, like, on your own, right? And this is one of the major reasons why I wanted to connect with you guys was when you have something that you create amongst you four, like, by yourself, individual, whatever it is, and you have these thoughts and you're able to come together and, like, cohesively build something. Yeah. There's, there's no walls or no parameters. There's no expectation, which is the better part. And then aside from that, there's nothing that you you can't do, or there's nothing that you right. there's nothing that's gonna stop you from wanting to do something, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. nothing that's more importantly gonna prevent you from doing anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you guys are just kind of able to like do all those recipes and then name them whatever you want, and then come with up come mm-hmm. up with those compadres brewing, like yeah. that's the best part because it gives you guys a platform to be able to experiment with whatever it is that you guys want. Yeah, I mean like you know the Brewers Association has like you know specific guidelines of right. like standards for each specific type of beer. Yeah. And, but what the, what I was gonna go what I was gonna say is um, they were putting on this 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 uh, festival. beer festival, and everybody was home brewers. And I mean, like going back to this discussion of like you know like the creativity creativity of a beer, like dude, like there was all kinds of different things. You know, there was people brewing like a saison, like in tamarindo, like, like with tamarindo, the tequila saison. barrels. Like, That's kind of good. That, that might be that good. That IPA, I remember that IPA that had like the Lucky Charms. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was like a Lucky like Charms. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know about it, it tasted like it tasted <laughs> like Lucky Charms. Yeah, no, yeah. like no, and so like yeah. that was the thing. Like you're just like wow, like you know, you could really do 
anything with beer. Is that where you guys started to get inspiration to do like the um? Because I I think you've done it maybe twice or a handful of times. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like the one with like the uh, like the chocolate. The chocolate in the, the Mexican beer. chocolate, yeah. stout or something, right? We did two um, stouts yeah. with chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so I we, think the inspiration yeah. for that was just like from the beginning, for like this time that we were playing with the ideas of like beer names and the company. It's just like, well, we want to use like cultural ingredients that you know that are used in like maybe our food or drinks or whatever, and try to implement it right. somehow into the beer. Because then when we got there, we were just los compadres in a sense. But yeah. then like we would go to these booths and all these homebrewers have their booths with their you know stickers right logos. their names logos like and they were just homebrewers you know yeah yeah um so that kind of drew inspiration too of like oh damn like uh, we need to have like an identity like yeah like who uh-huh. we are like, and then on top of that like it made us want to like participate in like pour out their next event yeah which we had planned but then you know 2020 we all know what happened COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, COVID. Um, so that kind of you know it's like put things on hold for a little bit yeah. but you know last well, we kept know, working on our recipes we kept yeah. you know developing different things developing ideas probably gave you time to refine probably any of the recipes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and plan better too and i mean like you know now we got like storage you but know the calendar we're talking about storage there ain't no calendar yo but for real super mellow we yeah. were just kind of like chilling kicking it and like i haven't told um Maybe I was like, man, next time we should just like barbecue or something, yeah. like, yeah. and, like carne asada or something. Can make a and, whole day about it, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's definitely like an eight-hour day for sure. Yeah, at least we well, start like at like eight in the morning. I was gonna say you guys start super early, right? Yeah, like, we try to because I mean, like obviously we don't want to wake up and then brew and then go to bed, you know. So like we still kind of want to like live a life after that. Right, so right. Like, that's why we try to go super early. Hopefully, get out around like two, three the latest, and then yeah. And then just go do something because we know, we always brew on the weekends because obviously we used to brew during the week and like after work and everything like we would start at like six seven p.m. dude and terrible. we wouldn't I finish till like midnight, midnight right? yeah, we'd be like at our one. at our house in oh, the kitchen that. right and we're we're trying to cool down beer like it's like eleven thirty <laughs> at night trying to just chill this beer so that we could put it in the fermenters and yeah. pitch the yeast and take ferment. forever yeah. yeah more humble beginnings yeah, yeah, yeah man yeah, but that's yeah. good you guys just took that risk because you, you have to like i said like a lot of people get get like kind of deterred from like wanting to start anything because yeah. of like the initial step that you have to make but you guys made it and it's safe to say it's like you guys went from in-house to, to this all of this right? like all of these like <laughs> yeah. big um I want to call him a pot, but you guys are yeah. going to kill me. It's not a pot. <laughs> what is it? Kettle. I mean, it doesn't go to say, dude. Like, it is, like, intimidating. You know, like, yeah. at first, like, you know, 100%. like, at first you look at it, and you're like, oh, this is a recipe. I'm following the steps. But then, like, you know, the more you get into it, the more detail there is, the more, like, you know, it breaks down, like, just kind of, like, the technicalities of, like, what's going of, like, the mechanics of what's going on. And so then, lot, like, you start talking little, about like, the science. To it. Yeah. yeah, you know, you start breaking down the science, and you're like, dude, like, what? Like, treating the water... Like, you know, like growing yeast and making sure that it's healthy. Like, how do you do all that stuff? And so, yeah. like, you know, you're kind of like, again, like the more you read into it, the more yeah. kind of like intimidating it is. But, you know, yeah. like you, you stay committed to it and you, you, you like you're determined to understand at least the basics of what's yeah. going on. And you're like, all right, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Definitely at the beginning, it was like, all right, let's just read it off the paper. Follow yeah. it. Steps one through ten or whatever. And yeah, now, sure. now it's just like, yeah. all right, and like, how do we do it? You know, yeah, we have yeah. our own steps now. Yeah. If we gave it to someone, they probably couldn't brew it the same way. You know, yeah. Because we have little things here and there that we do differently. Or on the, for the taste. Like and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. I mean, just, you know, like 
the water like profile. I mean, like when we first started, we were just using the straight hose water. So like, he's lying. I'm they, not they lying. It that. was straight <laughs> hose water, fam. It was yeah. freaking, Santa Barbara County water. Yeah, hey, Santa thanks, Santa Barbara. Water. Appreciate it. We it boiled good. it, so it was yeah, safe. Yeah, to yeah, drink. it was sanitized. <laughs> it all gets boiled off. Yeah, it sanitized itself. But now, I mean, nowadays we're like we're getting RO water, so it starts at zero. Everything. And we add our own salts to like di- to bring up the different minerals and like yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all that makes a difference. I mean, obviously, the Santa Barbara water was okay. You know, like it made okay beer. Um, but yeah. now this, it's like more controlled. So like we know like exactly what to come out. And yeah. if it and and we can use that. So like here, we didn't know like how many minerals were in there, like the, how much magnesium and like sulfate or whatever. You can get like a that. water report like yeah. online, like from the city. Yeah. Right, like, right. But you know, like it might not be the same exactly what we're getting like here from the house, like Zach yeah. says, but either way, like, you know, we just realized that it wasn't like the mineral profile that we wanted for a beer. Yeah. It would make, it, it just had too many minerals. So we're like, all right, we need to yeah. like just, it's just easier for us to start from scratch. You know, yeah. it doesn't cost a lot of money to get t- no. 25 gallons of reverse osmosis right, yeah. water. So right, right, there's right. a store you could just go yeah. to. And it just made it super it more consistent. And like, yeah, we yeah. like we're like, hitting our numbers better when we were using like, like actually treated water than control the variables. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Well, that's exactly what we do. So like we started and then every time we brewed, we were like, all right, let's change this because we think that messed it up. And then yeah. if it didn't fix it. But it did change it a little bit. We're like, okay, well, let's change this thing, you know? Like, try yeah. something yeah. else. It's like trial and error, basically. We're just, yeah. But yeah. everything from like taste to mouthfeel, the water has right. a, big, a lot to do yeah. with it. Because we would brew beers, but they still have this, like, uh, at the beginning, they still have this, like, like a thickness almost to them. Like, yeah. 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 And, but then, not necessarily like a, too much of an aftertaste, but just like the mouthfeel. Like, yeah. You know, but once you treat your water, um, and not, it's, it's not to say that it was like a bad, like, bad. Yeah. But it just like wasn't like wasn't like, where you guys wanted it. Yeah. Wanted. It's like yeah. drinking yeah. like Fiji water and then drinking like out of the tap. You know, like there's, okay. like, there's, there's a there's a contrast. You can I tell guess. there's like a difference for sure. Yeah. So. And, and like I mean that's just one variable too that we're getting into like right. the treat yeah. of the water. You know, yeah. after that we're like all right, like how do we control like temperature? You know, temperature control during like the your during like your fermentation during like your mash process because you know during your mash have it like that's when you have the grains inside the 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 that one kettle. You know, all the right. all the all the water is extracting the sugars from the grades. You know, there's, there's a starch like a conversion spot, going like on. Temperature, um, yeah. To extract like the sugars. Okay. And you different go, like, things happen below, too. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it won't happen. Yeah. Okay. Different okay. things it's happen like at different temperatures. You know. And like, yeah, if it gets too hot, you know, you're killing the enzymes. So you're not going to be able to convert the starches into sugars. Yeah. And like, you know, there's like different Science. processes, dude, that we, even we haven't got to it. You know, there's like a thing called like a protein rest or like, you know, like a, like a mash rest or like, you yeah. know, that's, or like multi-step mashes or like, we're not there yet. You know, we're like, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're getting, we're not masters of the craft, still, you know, we're, we're still learning. learning, you know, <laughs> yeah. still learning. And that's, a lot of these things you guys just talked about, like it's, to be honest, you probably lost me like halfway through because I was like, enzymes this and I was like, yeah. all right, like, well, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, this is just considering that there's other brewers out there yeah. listening to this, like, we kind of no, know what no, we're exactly. About. <laughs> but my, my point being with that is like, where do, where do you guys? What's you guys been like biggest teacher, or who has been your biggest teacher, or what's been your biggest teacher? Is it just like researching online, like when you go want to change something or you want to learn something? Is it just online or like? Are yeah, you guys, like there's Google. different like forums yeah. and stuff. Like, <laughs> of people Google, who, <laughs> people who've like already like had those experiments. Yeah, and you know they put online like their experience with yeah. with certain the things. That's the cool about cool like thing threads. about homebrewing. There's all these threads that. Home brewers are just willing to share their experiences and yeah. say like, "Oh, this yeah. worked for me," or you could try this. Yeah. Someone like, we literally Google this question, 
and then there's a thread where someone asked that same question and then like people are just responding we're not the only ones asking the same yeah okay so other people have similar questions yeah yeah Yeah. like obviously like everyone in the same industry is going to run into the same problems at some point and so it's like okay how do you fix it with what you got you know like Mm -hmm. that thing but yeah yeah and and there's like there's other like pretty reliable resources yeah like you know like online like there's like you know like beer and brewing magazine that like you know a lot of the times they'll break down like a specific process of the brewing or they'll break mm. down like a beer yeah like a specific beer and they'll tell you how to like you know certain tips on how to brew the beer they even provide like a recipe huh. you know that's one thing there's like the brew philosophy like you know like another resource and then you could just go like to the beer programs like the one that we use is brewer's friend yeah and, like on there you could just research like a recipe and kind of like see like what are like the common ingredients you look up from there like well why are they using this ingredient you yeah. know why is this ingredient in this beer how does it affect the beer yeah so? how does it affect the beer yeah. you know how does it help again to the guidelines it's so that's kind of like you know at least like for me you know and like probably just a couple yeah. other books too that we read yeah yeah, yeah and back you know. to like socal cerveceros though we joined them like after these guys went to the to the homebrew comp- uh, competition or festival yeah, yeah. Uh, we ended up joining that that uh-huh. homebrew club and so they have like a slack and everything so we like uh, just listen or like go through the slack and like everyone's talking the same thing it's like an open forum so you can just throw out a quick question like the actual app slack yeah like okay. it's a yeah, it's like an instant messaging yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah yeah i use it for work that's where i first got it and yeah then, um but yeah so they used it and i was like oh this is dope and they have like random channels it's like pedal your wares so you can like sell stuff or like yeah. yeast beasts so they talk about like yeast and stuff like that yeah. and just a general of, of like what's going on and who's making what. so like there's there's a lot of stuff out there and like we've tried to expose so, yeah, ourselves as much like as possible. join like a little community like you know where we can share knowledge and, yeah you know it's a nice well, network yeah. for sure even when we go to our homebrew shop here oh, right. in sb byob you know that's where we go get our ingredients <laughs> <laughs> is it is it locally owned or is it someone yeah yeah, yeah 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 these guys are from here and it's a it's a small little shop here in town it's like the only like homebrew shop here in town unless you go like, like ironically the they they opened up the year we started yeah playing. so it was like yeah. perfect oh, really? time yeah, yeah. Like, so stars it, were aligning right yeah, there yeah, yeah. That was like, yeah, yeah. 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 so, so like, like our, yeah, yeah, our first brews were were like the packages like we said we ordered online and they shipped them to us and stuff like that and then they finally opened up and we're like dude we have to go like it's fresher it's right yeah. here and there. Right. we can get as much as we want uh-huh. and, like stuff like that so it was it was like perfect timing. It was yeah and uh, and they're super knowledgeable people yeah. too yeah. you know like like you know we have a, t- a question about like ingredients or substitutes if they don't have something that we need then you know we're looking for a substitute they'll be like oh well i mean like this will gives you the same effect They're like yeah you know it's it's worked out a lot of the times it's an alternative it's, yeah. yeah and yeah. so and they'll, they'll give us tips too i like you know like how to like do certain things more efficiently yeah and you know so we'll are they like, small homebrewers too? I'm assuming the people. That yeah, are. yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. like brew almost every other weekend at, in the, inside the shop itself. And yeah. They, they, yeah, they're really cool. Sometimes they have classes. Uh, they haven't had classes recently, obviously, but yeah. I mean, they're always brewing. They're always posting. They always have like tastings at the shop and stuff like that. So right. it's super cool. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. They sell the um, aside from just equipment, they sell ingredients too. You guys sell? Oh them? yeah, they yeah. have like a bunch of grains, like hops, yeast. Beer brewing, uh, like grocery store. Then. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, B- yeah. Pretty BYOB much. stands wow. for brew your own beverage. Yeah, so uh, it's not necessarily yeah. just beer. Like yeah, you know, you yeah. can buy stuff like uh, to make, make kombucha, your wine, even make like kombucha. Cheese, right? You have like cheese, cheese. kits and stuff like that. Oh, to make cheese. Yeah, yeah. to make cheese. Because yeah. it's like the fermentation process is basically the same thing. Similar. Yeah. Even like like equivalent to like distill, you know. So, yeah. so you know, like, yeah, you if you wanted like to start today, you could go in there and drop like 
two, like, three hundred bucks, yeah. and you could make your. And they beer. sell. They also sell like their own packs. Yeah. Like you know. Um, beer you kits. Know, yeah. yeah. Beer kits. From BYOB branded or. or yeah, yeah. Some of them are BYOB them, yeah. branded, or some of them are you know like. There was even a Captain Fatty's. Captain kit. Fatty's oh, yeah. had like right. a clone almost. Yeah. yeah to make like their Vortex yeah. IPA or something like that. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Captain uh-huh. Fatty's, where's that one again? Remind me. The leader, right? CHP, yeah. Alpha Los Carneros. But then they have, that, uh, then yeah. they have their uh, tap room right here, too, downtown at the project. Oh, you know, right, right off of... just uh, opened that one, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, like... You know what? Yeah, I had... Um, but I told you that Sunday that I had went, uh, I had noticed the Captain Fatty. Because it's at the end of, uh, like, the Corazon. Yeah, 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 right there. It's the same building. They just both... It's like a collab project. Yeah. I haven't gotten a chance to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the food's bomb. Yeah, the Corazon, the food bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the beer is uh, good too. I went yeah. to the the Captain Fatty's um, location in by Ingolita. Yeah, it's yeah. like a storage unit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know they were local like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Are all of them? Do you guys know? Like Captain all the people? Fatties? Like or or not all of the Captain Fatty's? Like Figaro Mountain and well, they're all they're from Bealton, but yeah, it's still like from you know from from like the 805 area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could so it's definitely local, hundred percent. Captain Fatty's is local. Telegraph when they were here was local. Until they got bought out by Epic, which is from Oregon. Wow. And then uh, M Special. Special's local mm-hmm. out in Galita. Yeah. Santa Barbara now, too, right? Draftsman. Yeah. Draftsman. But, yeah. like, there, there's a lot of, like, you yeah, know, other companies, though, that are coming in here kind of, like, doing their thing, you know, like, yeah. for, like, example, like, yeah, like, Institution times, and Modern yeah. Times. Like, you know, those guys wow. aren't, like, from here, but, I mean, like, like, shout out to them because they're doing some awesome things here, yeah, but, right, yeah. you know, they're not, like, in a sense, like, local, you local, know, like, yeah. it's, like, an opportunity to, like, you know, to establish a tap room and, like, you know, get create more of, like, a revenue stream. Right, right. Yeah, if anything, so, if anything, institutions more local than modern times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Institutions they're Camarillo, so, like, yeah. that's, like, within an hour. I, I consider that, that local. One? Yeah. Yeah, out yeah, there yeah. at Camarillo. That's huge, though. Yeah, it is yeah, massive. Big, yeah, we visited it. Even for, I drove by during, in the Camarillo location during COVID. And they have a huge parking lot, and yeah. man, yeah. did they take advantage of that. Yeah. And I was man, like, if, if you, you walk inside, it's funny. They purposefully, you could tell, they purposefully put the bathroom on, like, you got to walk through their whole brewing the system. Brewing, right, yeah. And, like, yeah, so, like, you're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even when it's you like an amusement park right here to us. I think you got to walk into kind of like a little room, and then you kind of walk into the hall, and then you get to, like, the big, like, tap room, right? Yeah. All this shiny equipment. Yeah. They make you walk through the these, right? Like, the kettles. Huge, dog. Yeah. A lot bigger, yeah. Yeah. Much bigger scale. How and many gallons? And those uh, well, at that scale, those are uh, like scale you go by barrel. Yeah, yeah. So like, like a barrel is barrels. thirty gallons. This is this is a half barrel. What we got is a half barrel. Yeah. So they do like thirty barrels in so one. Like, so it's like, maybe yeah, yeah it's that's massive. a Soviet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, massive. like it's funny though. Like you know, we we did a trip to like the Firestone. Mm-hmm. And dude, those the towers that the furbiters that they have, dude, they're like freak like they're two like stories two story, tall. Yeah, they're they're like, right? you, two stories, you, yeah. like I mean, like you walk, you drive down the one hundred and one, like we just notice them just standing tall. That's up north, yeah. Yeah, yeah like Paso Robles, yeah. and we yeah. got a tour of their spot, and like I mean, like we got to hear their story, how they started. You know, they had like I think they bought out the spot and it had the production already for them. But then, like, you know, the demand for their stuff, you know, increased, yeah. and their, so their production increased, and that's why we're at right now. And those big fermenters, you know, they have, like, six of them, like, you know, 1,200-barrel yeah. fermenters or something like that. And, and they got, like, two or three, like, brew houses, like, brew yeah. house one, brew house two, yeah. because wow. they had to, like, add on cause to to supply the demand, basically. Yeah, right. so they're just huge, like, you know. I mean, that's a regional brewery, you know. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, that's not, a, like, a, co- that's not, like, you know, what we want to do here, <laughs> yeah, you know, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know massive. what's happening here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like, never that's know. That's like a though. Nike of brewery, almost. Yeah, like, like oh, okay. Of brewery. That's, a good, that's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah, I'd say that they're like 
you know on par with like Stone or like Sierra Nevada, like yeah. that, that, so that, si- that, that size big. brewery, yeah. or like Ballast Point almost. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is that what you guys like want to do next? Uh, or eventually, I when mean, we get there, you know, baby steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, first, yeah. our initial yeah. idea is more community oriented, Santa yeah. Barbara oriented. Yeah, you guys want to keep it more like local. Homies, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, it ideally be like our first like storefront here, like in Santa Barbara yeah. or Galita. But I mean, you never know where like yeah. where it takes us. If the opportunity arises, then yeah. you know if we're ready for it, or we can, you know. Supply the demand because right? that's yeah. ultimately what's going to come down is, to. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's going to come down to get getting the land basically, like expansion. Yeah. Like obviously here at Santa Barbara, it's like everything's very close, so you can't expand too much with what's already there. So I mean, in order to get that big, we'd have to move somewhere else for sure. Yeah. Have you guys looked into that at all, land. or even with? Uh, remind me of the gentleman's name from Captain Patty's. What's his name? Uh, Brian. 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 Yeah. Brian. Has he given you guys pointers and like who, what, where, when, or how? Because I'm assuming there's like an idea. There's like more ideal locations and. Right. and like uh buildings that might be already up that are more ideal for like brewing as opposed yeah. to something that yeah i mean like the thing is like you know small steps first you know you want to find like a small location or not small but you know like obviously like something within like you know i think you let us know like their production facility was like about 2500 square feet i mean that's all we needed to know to be like all right you know we could start off with that much and you know yeah. and i mean like you know it's not like we're actually like right now doing that you know we do re- do the research we do look online like you know look at the prices and like the square footage of like what's available in town and like yeah. what pricing's like yeah. and the thing is dude like you know we're, we're from sb and like sb <clears throat> lately has been just developing like crazy within like yeah. just like these last like six years yeah. you know like pricing out here is not how it used to be yeah you know you could you used to be able to get like an industrial spot for like three g's you know for like a three thousand square foot spot now you're gonna get something like that for like six g's and so like santa barbara is just like it's developing a lot. It's getting a lot of popularity. It's getting super expensive here. Yeah. And so, like, you know, it's it's about hitting, like, fighting, like, that right moment, you know, right? So, stuff like that kind of pushes away towards what we want to do because, obviously, we want to keep it local, you know? Like, we want – we're Latino, so, our, uh, like, the population is heavily Latino here, so that's who we're trying to cater to. But, obviously, stuff like that, you know, they, they use the word, like, gentrification and stuff yeah. like that to, like, push out – the lower income class which is basically our main target well we lost one man uh isaac had to step out he had something to do but um we'll we'll just try to finish out without isaac sorry isaac but um yeah. he had a lot he had a lot, a lot of good speaking points already so, you know. <laughs> yep um where did we even leave off i don't even remember i think we were talking about like companies here in sb yeah like, it, like, like the area the like getting companies. like gentrified a little bit so that's that's the big goal for like bigger picture for Los Compadres, staying local, brewing beer. That's a little that has that's true like to like the Hispanic roots per se. Right. Yeah. And was that something that all of you guys knew from like the beginning? Where like we got to stick true to this, or was that something that just kind of like came naturally and like you guys were doing it before you guys even well, I, I realized think it? Too one of the big points too is you know going to these breweries here in town. Uh, the majority of the people that would go was. Uh, you know pretty but to put it bluntly like just a lot of white people in right, a sense. Right, right. you never really saw uh latinos at these craft breweries right and so that was also one of the foundations that we wanted to establish we wanted to create a brand a brewery that uh uh the latinos in this community could recognize and kind of, kind of identify with right um yeah and so i think that was pretty much one of the basis of the ideas is to create a space uh, so that 
uh, you yeah, know, like our grandmas or uncles, you know, feel comfortable coming to, you know, like yeah. someone that they can like talk to over the counter and like can speak back to them, like in Relate Spanish to. and like stuff like that, you know, and, yeah. you know, no one, I mean, a big goal would be to like mariachis and like stuff like that, you know, like right. something very, you know, cultural that everyone are the Latinos are like, yes, that's like a spot. And that's one thing, too, that I like. And I think we were speaking way back, like, whenever we had, like, a first conversation about doing this was mm -hmm. for you guys, too, right? Like, you guys are setting, whether you guys, like, well, you, you guys are definitely aware of this, but you guys are definitely setting an example for whoever it is that wants to look to you guys and, like, kind of look up to you guys and let them know, like, it's doable. Right. And again, yeah. like, that was, like, the big thing for me about being able to sit down with you guys. It's like, you guys have created something on your own without needing to do something, like, ridiculous like pull out like a huge loan or something like you right, guys did it right. together you guys came collectively and you guys were able to like kind of plan and and make sure you execute that idea yeah. yeah yeah and that's just like you know like for right now you know like who knows like later on you know we might have to like pull out you know like, yeah you know just to make sure to, to secure like that capital or whatever but i think like you know like in the end like you know like what it is like you know what these guys touched on is like you know just being like authentically like cultured you know like we're from the culture you know yeah. you can't you know, there's all these breweries in town, or not even here, but just, like, in general. But, you know, everyone has, like, a Mexican lager or, like, you know, like, say, like, oh, like, come for Cinco de Mayo and, and you know, have, like, a dollar off, like, our Mexican lager. It's, like, you know, like, in a sense, you know, they're taking our culture, you know, and turning it into, like, a profiting thing. Yeah. And it's, like, for us, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, there's money in it, obviously. But it's about also celebrating our culture with our people and inviting people, like, you know, like, to take part in that, obviously. But it's like, you know, like to get it from like an authentic standpoint. Right. You know and what I'm saying? With all of you guys being raised primarily with both Hispanic parents, like obviously that's like yeah. embedded in you guys. So it probably comes naturally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then with um with the stuff that you guys did too, right? Like you say, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys got that chocolate directly from like where your family's from in mm -hmm. Mexico, right? Like yeah, you guys so got that from there. We had originally done the Mexican stout <laughs> uh, with Chocolata Bolita. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, it's a brand that everyone recognizes, that kind of thing. Uh, but then when my parents last went to Mexico, they brought us a couple of the, uh, like one packet of this um, Chocolata Margo that's handmade in the in the hometown, that, in their my parents' hometown. Yeah. And so um, we decided to implement that. We, we slightly changed the recipe also from the stout. From the Abuelita one. Yeah, yeah from yeah, the Abuelita one. Um, and, uh, but we decided to add this chocolate to it, to the stout. Okay. Um, you know, cause that was one of the, when we were first talking about the idea too, we were thinking like, well, there's all these fruits, all these, you know, ingredients, you know, cause Mexico's rich in that aspect, you know, hundred percent. And so just to use and implement those, uh, ingredients and those ideas into the beer. And so we, that's what we were able to do. Yeah. Like we um, want to like build like a like a memory like we want to like try to attach like a feeling that someone can relate to with like the beer so obviously with like the abuelita chocolate or with that artisan chocolate from mexico if someone drinks it we want them to be like oh like get some like nostalgia like almost mm -hmm. you know like right oh, yeah this is like 
my hometown. This is like my yeah. my stuff that my people make, you know, like stuff like that. So have yeah. you guys had your uh, like family members try like all your beer and stuff yet or no? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Love it. Some people are like, oh, this is good. Other people are like, hasta fuerte, mi Like, ese cuál es? You're just like, oh, like you know, that's your typical like you know, probably like drunk deal, you know, yeah, that yeah, yeah. like but light and whatever. Yeah. Oh, because like with the IPAs and stuff too, right? They're a little, they're a little bit heavier, for sure. yeah, especially heavier. in comparison. A lot to more like, hop. Hop and bitterness. Yeah, just yeah. the flavors yeah. a lot. So you know that like older generation, strawberry. they grew up with just like Modelo, Pacifico, Bud right. Light, you know, basic Something stuff. A little know, bit lighter. Like, you know, yeah. that they could drink all day and like pairs well with food and stuff like that. So and like, I mean, like, that's kind of like, you know, a thing too that like, you know, we want to strive for too. Like, you know, we want like our brewery, you know, when we open it, like, you know, to like to have like, you know, kind of like that beer that introduces other people to craft beer, you know? Not just like you know, every like you know, like you, like we said, you know, like a lot of our tios and tias and family members are used to drinking the Modelos, Pacificos, and like you know the lighter American lagers. There's nothing bad with that, you know. They're good too if you think about it. Yeah. They're consistently making that same beer taste the same way every time right. you open it. You know, yeah. there's nothing different. So that's a that's a talent. But you know, for us too, you know, we're like, all right, you know, we got to recognize that too. That you know, we got to have a product like that that brings Staple. people in. And that introduces, you know, our family into the craft beer scene, you know. And then from there, you could move them up the ladder, you know, of yeah. like, all right, you know, now have this beer. You know, it's a little stronger. Less hop this beer. Yeah, or more hoppier, less hoppier, more funky, maybe like darker, like more chocolatey. Like, you know, there's all kinds, like, you know, the spectrum is the big spectrum. And so, you know, we want to use, you know, still be able to use, like, in a sense, like, as a tactic, like an yeah. introductory tactic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring our people in and, you know, be a part of this industry also, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. for a long time, we're not, like, you know, we're not in the beer industry, like, you know, you said, like you said, you said, or we're not, like, in that, the winery industry. Right. You know, like, there's people out there that are finally, like, you know, putting their foots in the threshold, and, you know, we want to also follow in those footsteps, you know? There's yeah. a lot yeah. of people and that's like why that. we kind of, you know got ourselves in the position to brew a lager because you need a lot a lot more attention to detail and temperature control for mm -hmm. a lager because it's cold fermented mm. and so a lot of these uh you know commercial beers are are lagers and so that was kind of one of our ways to like approach that uh that engagement with you know the i guess classic mexican beer drinkers yeah you say and you said cold fermented as opposed to being fermented while... Uh, uh, so, like, ales, you ferment them, like, in the range of, like, 65 to 75, sometimes right. 80. Okay. Uh, but lagers, they're cold fermented, so you have to be between usually, like, 50 and 60. Yeah. So, wow. like... It's all like, dependent yeah. on the yeast. Like, the yeast is a living organism, basically, which converts the sugars into alcohol. Yeah. And they need a specific environment... Um, to, to be in their to happy thrive. place, yeah, and to <laughs> maximize your right, yeah. your ability to convert the, yeah. the starches. Yeah, so like our wheat back here, it's sitting at like seventy five. I don't know what's this. Like seventy, <laughs> seventy, yeah, seventy. So, <laughs> but like yeah. when we put our logger in there, we we started off at fifty five, but then we gradually bring it down to like about thirty five. Yeah, over time, and it yeah. takes it takes longer, longer to take longer because yeah. uh, they mature longer. over. Because lagers tend to develop some off flavors, so like you lager it, drop the temperature, uh, so that the the yeast kind of works those off flavors out. And yeah. You, in the end, you get like a crispier, clear, clean, clear, clear, clear clean beer. beer. It seems like uh, 
obviously, right? Like it's a pretty not I'm, well. No, it's a complicated process. I'm not gonna pretend yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I can just go and brew a beer. Have you guys encountered anything that you guys haven't quite mastered yet, or like you guys like a a, a roadblock that you guys still? Yeah. Well, like when we first tried to logger out, we yeah. didn't have this piece of equipment. We just. We just threw, threw it into the, the fridge. fridge. Yeah. And like, we're oh, like, all right, dang. best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the, that is still to this day the one and only beer that we had to throw out. Yeah, we were just like, nah. like, it didn't come out good. Like, it, no like, it was our, it was our first ever lager, and we only had it just like in these like glass or like plastic containers, basically. Yeah. And we were just struggling to find like fridges to put them in because we didn't have enough fridges yeah. like to fit these like 15 gallons. In yeah, there. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we got them in eventually, but I think it was just too late and they were there for a couple months, uh, like two months maybe. And but we weren't able to do like the lagering process, right? Which is yeah. Drop the temperature super low. Almost like 30 right. degrees. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. and we kegged it and stuff. And tried it and it, it was, was not good. <laughs> yeah. It was like no some. Way. It just had like, like that smell, sour, like you know, like a, like, like a like sulfur like smell, yeah, like a sour like taste. Eggs is kind of what people say, but and it, it was, was just, not good. Yeah. <laughs> we right. tried it. I mean, well, it's like, not like it was gonna kill it. us. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it was gonna kill us or anything. It just wasn't drinkable. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't enjoyable. For yeah, you guys. right. I yeah. think I think I did do a keg stand out of that one though. I was like, why let it go to waste? Might as well. Yeah, we've definitely we've done some like alcohol testing you know like how many beers is it gonna take for us to actually start feeling something so like oh, we bet. definitely like took a keg to the back and like played games with it oh yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and just to see yeah. like you know wow. i mean like we've never like to ourselves had a whole six pack or like a whole three pack or whatever, whatever yeah, yeah so it's like all right let's see like how it affects us like yeah. in the long run you know like it yeah, tastes yeah. good just out of sipping it but how does it actually like over time i, I couldn't <laughs> imagine something cooler to do with your friends like, yeah. you know just like brew that beer and be like well someone has to try it like <laughs> yeah. dang it has to be yeah. us we'll Dale, be uh, the guinea pig <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's quality checking it you know Maybe yeah exactly. sure that it's up to par up to standards and whatnot yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly so. you have to yeah and My you guys have gotten like crazy amount of like uh um I would say like support and like really like admiration from everyone locally. I mean, yeah, I feel like I see a lot, lot of people now. always coming and trying like tasting, right? Yeah. The beers mm-hmm. are trying them or like they request to, to see like when you guys are going to have another batch so they can try it too and things like that. Yeah. yeah. We Tons launched of... a like Instagram page not uh-huh. that long ago and it got like definitely a good following. Um, I mean, it started obviously with like family and then like friends and then those friends started pushing it out or like it started being seen through other friends and, you know, AB going to Long Beach, me going to like Kalu and Thousand Oaks, right. these guys going up North. It definitely like expanded our, our recognition. View. Yeah. Our recognition, like to how many people that we can see. And then once we joined like the brew club, then it started even another more. more community. So yeah. it's just like slow growth. And with our progress, you know, like people begin to like notice. And yeah. Start and noticing. I mean, like, you know, we don't like, we don't have like a way to sell the beer. Like, all we do is, like, you know, we created a, like, logo, created a brand. And so, like, with that, you know, we were able to get, like, you know, like, at least, like, some sort of, like, funding. Right. And, you know, it doesn't go to say, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, we have friends and family all the time that are like, hey, like, could I try your beard? It's like, yeah. Like, you know, like, 100%. love to. Like, you yeah. Know, like, yeah, we have tons of it. You know, we could take a home, like, yeah. our own beer, too. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, like, we can't be the only taste testers, you know. Like, yeah. We got to yeah. we gotta give it to other people. We, we yeah. got to get that Everyone confirmation. Like, yeah. my mom, my mom is 
strictly a Corona drinker. Corona <laughs> lime salt. So no matter what beer we give her, she's like, nah, it's too hoppy. It's too hoppy. Yeah. Does no you like matter, it? Yeah. She's like, yeah. I mean, she'll like drink it. She'll taste all of them, but we always know that she's just going to be like, oh, it's too hoppy. It's too hoppy. But at the same time, that's like a good litmus test to have because if she knows yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, you know, she's not the only one. Like we were yeah. saying, like there's other like of that older gener- Latino generation that that's all they drink. So yeah. like expanding yeah. out to like a six, seven percent hazy IPA. It's just like which is phenomenal, by the way. Step. It's really good. The AZ IPA that you guys have, the yeah. one that um, I tried the other day, is that the one you guys more commonly do? Or was that a new recipe? Uh, that was like a like a like it's, what, it's like off a the tweak, base, like yeah. a tweaked it's off a tweak, one. Yeah, because I mean the twins took care of that one. Yeah, wow. Uh, just we u- used uh, we some used, different, like, different hops, hops right? and some different like a different yeast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, that one was incredible. Man, that yeah. one's like literally reminded me. Like it, it took me to summer. Like yeah. when I go to a brewery yeah. during summer or something, and I want something like cold and refreshing. Yeah. Like that's what I look for. Yeah, that one yeah. was super good though. Yeah. Super so that, good. like with our brew shop being like as small as it is, um, they'll run out of things. So like we'll have a, a set recipe. We're like, all right, we're gonna go pick up these ingredients and go. And sometimes they just won't have it. So, like, we'll have to just, like, switch on the fly. Right. And so, like, sometimes, like, it'll be, like, the same recipe, but it won't. Like, it'll have one hop difference or, yeah. like, a different yeast or something. But something like it, that. there's a difference. Like, you can tell. Yeah, like, Maybe there's substitutes for everything yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which isn't terrible, but in the end, like, you know, there's been times where we do a substitute and we end up, you know, liking the recipe in general as it came out. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so with where you guys are now, and obviously you guys have made a lot of progress. Like, you guys have made... A tremendous amount of progress from starting inside your house with just one kettle right and like right. your little tea bag and things like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now you guys have like 15 gallon kettles mm-hmm. what's kind of like what are you guys looking forward to to do next like collectively as los compadres what's like that next step you guys will take well, i think the next thing we're doing right now is like we're we've never joined a competition we're yeah. like well we might as well just join one and you know put our beer out there you know get it like officially judged because yeah. yeah it's one thing like you know friends and family also you know want to be nice you know, like, like they're not going to put I, you down. And so it's like, no, nah, let's put it out there, like, you know, for, like, some legit people, yeah. you know, to judge it. And we're like, all right, you know, let's do that. And then, I don't know, we got, like, a, what, like, a, like a couple, like, events where we're just going to, like, pass out the beer. Yeah, yeah, You know, like, yeah. and stuff uh, like that. But, yeah, it's uh, SoCal is putting on this homebrew competition that we joined. And everyone just is, u- is using one grain, or not one grain, but it has to be 50% of your grain bill. Okay. And so, you know, everyone kind of, it's going to be relatively the same, but obviously it's going to see like how much people are going to be, get creative with it. You know, like obviously Mm -hmm. you kind of have the same base recipe, but it's what's going to make you different or, you know, what's going to make it taste appealing to the judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, of course, you know, like it's, there's people judging. So people always have their own preferences. So, you know, it's tough. Maybe a bias. Yeah, yeah. They could be biased. I mean, so it's like. We're things. not gonna take it to heart, but you know, yeah. we're, we're gonna enter. It you to need to get some intel on your judges. Win. Do you know who your judges are before or no? Uh, <laughs> I don't. You, think you so. should honestly. I don't like, know. Well, so. you well, can... I mean, like, I mean, like, because I mean, the way they work it out is just like they're just getting like you know other people that want to volunteer yeah, from yeah. the club. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, I think they're probably still like recruiting judges. Uh, yeah. And how many people enter that? The last time I checked, when I was when when I was putting in the application for us, it was probably like twenty two people. Already, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, w- I would the, imagine the maybe more huge. people like, in. It's like two hundred members. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that and yeah, we joined early on. So I mean, from now there's probably a couple more. So mm-hmm. uh, wow. it's only just gonna get bigger. It's in June, right? The beginning of June. Yeah, we got to. We got to turn in the bottles to LA, 
and then um and then they'll just judge it like it, on yeah. a certain day and like yeah, give yeah. us like an update like hey you know what this is what we think yeah. <laughs> so you guys brew that um here right obviously you guys do yeah, it like on your off here. time then you guys take it mm-hmm. and then it's like this is the final yeah. product we, yeah. we picked up the the grain that we had to use from simi and simi valleys at a brew shop um and yeah we're i think we're gonna do a saison with it and enter it and see how it goes yeah best of luck to you guys thanks yeah and so i mean like yeah there's there's that and then i mean like we hope you know like you know there's like the like other events you know like that we hope to be able to brew at you know hopefully like maybe like some fundraisers in the near future um last year man we were supposed to do a a brewing for fiestas you know like santa barbara fiestas we were gonna do like a an art event yeah you know we're gonna sponsor it and it was a non-profit thing and we're gonna just provide the beer for free and, you know, unfortunately, because of COVID and stuff, we couldn't yeah. do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, we hope to be able to get to do something like that soon. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, work on, like, you know, continuing actually, like, legitimizing our plans and our operations and taking it to, like, a commercial yeah. scale, you know. Eventually, yeah. that's the goal, you know, like, get a yeah. storefront, be, like, legit and eventually, you know. I mean, make no stores. mistake, though, like, and I say this in complete honesty, you guys are legit now. Like, yeah. like, there's no, like, the, no one's going to take away the legitimacy yeah. of what you guys are doing except yeah. for you guys. So, yeah. Except got, the, the legalness. Except like, yeah. the legality <laughs> part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, that's the come cracking yeah. down, yeah. right? Except yeah. for them. Yeah. But the legitness, yeah, I yeah. guess yeah. we're Now, you guys are killing it, though. No, you guys are, are, are really doing it. So, I mean, yeah. all the other stuff is just, like, the cherry on top of the Sunday. Right, you know what I mean? But I feel like you guys are already executing, like, the hardest part, which is creating something that's going to become stable for you. Yeah, and, I mean, like, there's, I mean, we started gathering, like, a following, too. Like, not just with the hat, but, you know, we did a... Our friend uh, Raul, you know, he does. Uh, I forget what, what is it. RL we films. Are, we are films. We are films. Yeah, we are films he yeah. did a promo video for us too, and you know, it was just. That's cool. the one like, you guys have on your Instagram, right? Yeah, on yeah. our Instagram, and that got us like a lot of like you know people following us too, which yeah. I think like right now too is like a big goal, like yeah. you know, to get like just kind of like the recognition, get the following. So, you know, there's that support, you know, like community support, obviously too, and just kind of like getting that support. So like you know, as we go, you know. It's more people following the journey yeah. and so yeah. who, who takes care of like the um like social media is there one of you guys that touches more on that or is it just all of you collectively mm-hmm. that might yeah, have an we, idea? All, we all have access to the instagram page yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not 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 one of us is like that savvy we're not like social media geniuses right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like in a sense we all just kind of like gotta ask each other like, yeah, hey, we're like, hey this? does this look good does <laughs> you know how about this picture this angle or like you know like literally when we did like one of the posts we did was with the chocolate we yeah. dropped the chocolate, uh, the chocolate on a on on the, the grains. grains. Slow mo. Yeah, yeah. slow mo video. No, you remember? That one? No, I keep up with you guys. No, <laughs> so like, and I like that like, too. That was trying, simple, yeah. but so like we it. were like we were probably spent like a good thirty minutes on. Huh? <laughs> I don't know like, about thirty. But t- I don't know. It took it took, it took a couple just, tries. Just yeah. like <laughs> figuring out the angle, like like making, making sure it lands like so you can see the label and like all this stuff. That's bold of you guys for sharing that though, because like that's the thing too. Is like I feel like a lot of people think that. Again, like I feel like there's a, just a huge misconception sometimes with like social media even and things of that nature. I feel like people think like, oh well, I, I it's just me running it or like it's just me. I can't do that. But honestly, it just takes a little bit of an idea and, and execution more than anything, you know? Yeah, I mean, so. we don't have any like prof- any like professional like people doing our marketing. You know? yeah. it's just us, you know, like you know, just yeah. straight grassroots. We're, we're just stumbling through it. I mean, Figuring I think our, I I think our biggest downfall with social media is just our how active we are on it. I mean, I think yeah. the content we're putting out now is like a lot better than what we were putting out for sure. I mm-hmm. think we just need to be more active with it so people yeah. don't forget us basically. Cuz then yeah, us like ourselves on our personal 
social media we're not like we're not yeah, I, that, yeah. that active on it either you know personally like, yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't post that much so it's like <laughs> so it's like you might catch a couple posts you might not <laughs> yeah. you might double people don't know what i've been doing i'm the same way i'm the same way i'm like a leisure user like, i'll go out there oh that's cool like man yeah, I, yeah, sometimes i see it sometimes i don't yeah, like yeah. you know yeah but, so it's definitely something like to get used to and like change yeah. in a way just like being more present like every day on social media yeah you know once, and that, or, and that's, once or twice a week yeah that's something to definitely drive up our like support and you know like it's to give back to the people you know like they want to know they're giving us support so they want to see what we're doing yeah so it's like okay we want to show you like this is what you guys are supporting basically yeah and you know like it's we're building our story basically yeah. using yeah. doing that so we just want to continue um showing people what we're doing do you guys get a lot of people that reach out like on like dm or something say like oh like i'm trying to try this or something yeah uh there's i mean there's a good amount of uh response back i mean we post whatever we post and someone's like oh that looks bomb or like oh like happy for you guys can't wait to yeah. try the next or one. they just respond with like fire emojis yeah, like, yeah or, or, or i you mean know, like, like the, the other day we had someone being like yo like can I get your greens for uh, to make some dog biscuits? Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so we yeah. Uh, we use grains, you know, like it's just like wheat or whatever. Yeah. Um, or they're like for my chickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. First, first we used to just throw it away, and then my neighbors here they have like a compost bin, and so we just started giving it to them so they could throw it in there. And they were just like joking, they're like, "Yeah, I think our worms got drunk or something." <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. But yeah, but that, yeah, someone reached out to do like the dog biscuits and yeah. like, to do the the chicken uh, feed, which is it's like a it's a way to one give back to the community too, and two to like use everything that we yeah. use. And we're not yeah, wasting man. anything. I mean, like honestly, yeah. since we started like the social media pages, kind of, it connected us to everybody. Right. You know? It yeah. connected us to a lot of people in the community. I mean, that's how we got asked to do like that art event. Yeah. Last year, you know, they reached out to us like, hey, like, you know, like, what are you if you guys would be willing to be at it? Because they had all kinds of like local artists and they re they recognized us as like, you know, the beer as being like our art. Right. Yeah. Know? And also it would provide a good time for everybody attending. Yeah. And so, you know, like, yeah, that's how, you know, yeah, there's all kinds of like different recognitions. And, you know, we got it. We're, it just connects us to everybody yeah. in the community. Yeah, Our network is definitely building and it's not just, you know, like like beer networking. It's not just people who are in the beer industry. It's people who have chickens or you know like yeah, make dog yeah, yeah. Or, like, I mean, side like, things you know? like that's how we got to like the the peaches you know like oh, hey, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, like we got all these fruits you guys want to like put them in your beer yeah right did they reach out to you guys yeah because yeah. yeah. i mean we knew someone from sunrise yeah and and they reached out to us and we we're like oh like we have some peaches or some yeah so i mean it's just like so like we use the fruits from the sunrise organic farms right we use their passion fruit and we put it that like on our Instagram page, we tagged them, and then they reposted us, and That's, and like a mutual yeah. friend of their or like a friend of theirs who's like you know like a nice like you know kind of like a connect now and like a good connection now that we have. Yeah, uh, he's like, hey, like you know, I got the peaches, you know, yeah. and you know, and he runs a winery too, Fidencio from Esfuerzo, and yeah. you know, we're just kind of like connecting with him too, yeah. and you know, kind of like establishing a relationship, and yeah, you know, so, so, so little by little, we're getting you know more and more recognition with like. Thing people that can help us and people that also like kind of understand our story and like are doing basically the same thing, but maybe Sounds like, in yeah. wine or something. Like building some champions for LCB, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's the way you can start branching out slowly, but surely before you know it, you're like, you have someone, oh, I need this. Oh, well, this guy yeah. gave it to us last exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Were you going to say something? I don't know. No. I, don't mean to... I was just agreeing. 
Man, well, yeah. I'm proud of you guys, man. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. that you guys are doing it because I mean, not only are you guys doing it locally and you guys are trying to stay true to where you guys came from, but you guys are are setting an example, and that that's huge. Yeah. That that's huge for me. I feel yeah. like that's something that it's great to do and do it in a way where you're not really with like the gimmicks and like and you that was like a preliminary conversation that we were having right like yeah. oh you're gonna have like lasers over here stuff like that right <laughs> but it's like no it's like it's one of those things where you have to make sure that you're presenting yourself and you're taking yourself yeah. as serious as you want to be taken you know we also want to give like a probably like a shout out just to like to the other breweries you know here yeah. in town that are doing things locally you know they inspired us and yep. you know people from our homebrew club and SoCal Cerveceros and and beyond that are you know like local Latinos from like their area that are doing their thing you know try to like make a name for the culture and yeah. try to get a foot in the industry. Yeah. You know, just yeah. all those people and so, yeah, our, I mean, our families too. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the families. Man. Mom, dad, yeah, brother, sister. Shout everyone. out to Zach's family for letting us brew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The garage. garage. <laughs> Thanks to the Taurus family. Thank yeah, you. For real. <laughs> no, yeah, and then obviously everyone that we said before, you know, like Brian, um, helping us out with all the stuff yeah. and SoCal, you know, they've been a great club. And yeah. Esfuerzo and Sunrise, you know, like every, everyone that we just talked mm-hmm. about. So, I mean, even you guys and all our fans, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the 400 fans we got. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's huge. And, yeah. you know, like on behalf of like the NLSOS team, I know we're still growing too. But just a sincere thank you to you guys. Isaac, I know that you had something to do, but thank you for joining us too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can meet in, you know, sometime down the line. Charlie and them. We can make this a podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> LCB podcast. Yeah, all right. Hit all right. me up well, on next week. <laughs> <laughs> and for everybody viewing, too, thank you guys for joining us. Really yeah. appreciate it. Hope you, you enjoyed uh, LCB stories as much as we did. So, cool. Thank you. Thanks, thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, Sos, you know, you guys were awesome. Yeah, hey man, there's some great people over here.